There was plenty of times I made fucking awful decisions in my life. We all do it. We can't get away from it. But we can learn from what we're doing. That's what I'm trying to do. I hope you're doing the same. My biggest mistake in life was becoming affiliated with people I should have never, ever even spoken to. Was trying to fit in. My biggest mistake and bad decision, my worst decision I ever made, was veering away from people who cared about me. There was one time somebody down where I live now needed a gun. Now, of course, I'm in Chicago, so they're they're not few and far between. We didn't care if they had bodies on them. We just needed the gun. I got money, came back home, and started searching. Now, when you're affiliated with certain organizations, cliques, whatever, if they're official, they go by something called literature, a.k.a. lit. So that's why when they say spit your lit, spit your lick, whatever, however they say it, it's your knowledge about that organization. Now, in this literature that I was affiliating myself with, the people that we were going to buy this gun from were not supposed to be friends with them, but we can do business together. So this was a business transaction. Thing is, I knew them from the city. So at this time, I was in Park Forest, which is 20 minutes south of uh, the south side of Chicago, where I lived. It may as well have just been Chicago because it's a shithole. Bad shit was going on, shootings, all types of shit was going on. It didn't really seem any different to me. <clears throat> so we got the guns. Oh, not the guns. We, we got in touch with uh, these people who actually lived around the corner from us. And it was a night that we weren't supposed to be out. And I took my little brother to the library. Now, by this library, there was a park called Central Park. It's below zero outside, but we fucking walked there anyway. My little brother was like seven, maybe eight at the time, something like that. And he was, you know, in the library doing his thing. Something fell off, but, you know, I left him there anyway. Saw this girl when I walked into the library in this room. Uh, it was kind of close to the kids section that I, I always had a crush on her. And her seeing me with this guy... I thought was like made me seem more desirable because I was with the bag the, with the bag uh, bad guys. I was trying to say bad boys, but it kept you know. So I was with them, and I you know it, for one second I got narcissistic supply. I was just like, yeah, she know I'm the shit. But little did I know that night was gonna go horribly wrong. So I dro- I dropped off my little brother, <clears throat> and uh, told him I'd be back. Me and this other guy walked back to the house and got this other dude's cousin. So I knew him. We went to school together. We were familiar with each other. And he called up the guy and he was talking shit to him. Now I had on this big baggy coat with the orange on the inside. It was kind of cool at the time. And I had a bandana on. And I just thought it was the oddest thing that he was talking shit to somebody who has a gun. But, you know, uh, I just kind of went with it. This is my first gun deal. So we get to the park, there's nobody fucking anywhere, but then there's one person that comes out of nowhere and he's walking towards us. We say, hey, are you TJ? The guy doesn't say anything. We keep walking. For some reason, there was no anxiety or anything like that. It was just like going going to the store and buying candy. So then we hear a whistle. I'll never be able to replicate it, but I'll never forget what it sounded like. And we turn around, the guy next to me says, he's got a gun. So we start walking towards him. I guess I thought that he was trying to you know, kind of see if we were who we really said we are by just, you know, I don't, I really don't know. I couldn't tell you what he was thinking, but I do know what he did. He, tr- he tried to grab uh, the dude I was walking with. Then he tried to grab me. He grabbed my coat 
and then I heard shing because he had a fucking sword. I didn't. I, somehow I got out of the coat and he starts chasing me. I'm running. I'm gone below zero. I run through this baseball diamond. I remember I kept saying, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And every, every time I look back, he's right behind me. Like he's right behind me. I'm running the fastest I've ever. You would have thought I was uh, uh, Yushin Bolt's son. I was gone. But then I slipped. So when I slipped, I cut my elbow on the ice. And, and it was just like the movies. Literally everything stopped. Literally everything stopped. And I remember thinking about how I'm going to die right here. I remember I thought about how we were out and we weren't supposed to be. And this would have never happened if I would have just stayed in the house. If I would have never, you know, I just, I thought about every decision I made that led up to this point. I was like, God damn, do I really got to go like this? Or am I going to die? Is he just trying to scare me? What is he really trying to do? And I accepted it. I remember I just, I was so sad, but I was just like, man, this is it. And then boom, just like that, we're back. And I remember I, I said, uh, here, just take it. And I threw the money in the air. And somehow when he saw that, I guess he had slipped too. So we said, you better not get up. And I said, fuck you. And I ran. And I just kept running. I remember my chest was on fire. I could not fucking breathe. And the other guy, it was like, John, slow down, slow down. I remember I kept looking behind me. And it was really weird because there was so many cars in this parking lot. In the park parking lot. And right next to the park, in between the park and the library, was some, some community building. And there was some event going on there. So I'm like, man, somebody should have seen this and said something or, or something. But it was nobody out there. It was just us. So I ran all the way to the library, chest on fire, I'm bleeding, <clears throat> and the librarian dude is like looking at me, and I'm like, man, call the, the, I got fucking robbed. And so they call the police, like 10 cars show up, they take us to the station. But before, I remember looking at this guy who's supposed to be a tough guy, and he's crying. And I was just sitting there kind of in shock. I wasn't crying, and I didn't cry, not that that makes me tough or anything like that, but... This dude is crying. I just remember like thinking that this, you know, that was my first introduction that this whole street thing is a scam. Niggas really try to be tough. And I'm not trying to talk shit about him, but we, we, we all try to do these things for one reason or another that stems from a lack of something, a lack of community, family, love, whatever uh, opportunity. It could be so many things, but nobody's cut out for this shit. We're all fucking ourselves over in the end. So we go to the police station <clears throat> and <clears throat> and. I tell a half lie or half truth. I tell him like, man, you know, we were just taking a walk and we got robbed. But they're screaming at this other guy in the other room because he's known, his family's known. Matter of fact, at one point, the city petitioned to get rid of, to get them out, kicked out of the city. So these weren't just like nobody. They were, they were definitely somebody that I was also affiliated with because I knew them from Chicago. I was friends with them. For one reason or another, I think I got set up. The word was that the guy who set us up with this dude to buy the gun from shot him later and ended up going back to prison. So I, I really don't know what the truth is. All I know is I got robbed. I almost fucking died. And it was because I made a bad decision. I have stories on stories on stories on bad decisions concerning shit like this and, and th bad shit that's happened to me because I made bad decisions. Like it's the two are <laughs> the two go together and you know, there's so much regret I have for making bad decisions because a lot of the people that I used to make fun of or that I, I thought was lame, they are doing really well in life. And I just now caught up to them. I just now am getting my master's, starting my PhD this year. I should I should have had this already. I should have, you know, had a new car. I shouldn't have had the struggles that I had. But I had it because I made bad decisions. 
So what I want everybody to do is to look inside themselves, get in touch with their spirituality, which is their connection to themselves and to higher intelligence and to everybody and see how you can make better decisions by controlling the way you feel about certain things. That's why I'm so careful with what I say to people. I try not to get quick to anger. And if there is rage inside of me, I try to let it subside so that I can make the best decision because how many opportunities do you squander because you got mad or that somebody said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing and really it was because they were going through it anything that anybody does to you that is negative is a statement about who they are what's more important to me is that every day with everything that i do i show you who i am i show you the strength that i have i show you my character i show you my heart my love that means more i just get tired of the fucking anger and negativity sure i'm human and i still make bad decisions i don't always say the right things but god damn every day i'm trying to make sure that i do the right things that i'm that i'm more in touch with who i am and who i want to be and that my actions are in line with what i'm telling you so when i tell you i'm doing this every day i don't care what time i have to do it because life is happening to me and it's happening for me but i get it out and the people are happy and I keep you know, getting new people listening, people are sharing it, people are spreading my message, which means everything to me. And I really didn't wanna call it hard life insight because hard insinuates something that, that stops people from doing what they should be doing, which is self-improvement. But my life has been difficult and I have a lot of insight from everything that I learned. So every decision I make says something about me. It says, hey, this is who I am. <clears throat> Good thing is, you can always turn that around. You know, your next decision can be better. You can always recreate yourself every moment. You don't have to be, you are not the sum of your decisions, but that's how we judge each other. That's why you got a rap sheet and all your bad decisions, we judge you. You can't get a fucking job because you decided to rob somebody. Or, you know, you made a permanent decision in a situation that's temporary. Do you know how much shit I've eaten? There were time. I remember there was one time I had literally a dime. And I didn't know when my next dollar was coming. I was donating plasma because I made shit decisions with my money. And not only that, because I made a bad decision with staying at this place of work, I should have worked and suffered and got the hang of this routine so that I can have a steady income, but I, I wanted it easy. And it just doesn't work out for you. So just think, is the next decision I make gonna fuck me or is it gonna make me?